0: Hello Loose Spokes fans, tonight we have a special treat, a bonus episode recorded with myself and Jeff Tracy of the Garage Night Podcasts. We're talking bikes! Jeff and I discuss our bike history, including on and off-road, and uh, the many excursions and crashes that we had. Uh, This is a very raw episode, Uh, we recorded it face-to-face in his uh, kitchen at his dining room table at 11 o'clock at night, uh, over a couple of beers, just an unstructured discussion of, uh, our, our, bikes that we have had and, uh, still have and what we like about them so much. I figured this was a good crossover episode, uh, to share one side of the network with the other. Uh, please share any feedback. If you like it, we can, uh, we can do some more unstructured uh, discussion stuff. Please uh, check out Garage Night. It's uh, it's a really neat automotive show that I do with a couple of my friends. And um, without further ado, eh, enjoy the bonus episode, uh, Bike Night. All right, it's Garage Night. We're uh, in Jeff's garage, garage Jason.
1: <laughs>
0: Today, no Andy, so we get to talk bikes. Bike Night. Bike night! Alright, drink some beers, ride some bikes. No, talk some bikes. Talk some bikes. Talk some bikes. Never never drink and ride. It's a bad idea. <laughs> um,
1: so, Randy and I both have ridden bikes. Uh, Randy's ridden bikes since he was a little guy. Um, I only have ridden bikes for the last six years or so, I think. I think it's been about six years. No, it hasn't been
0: that long, has it?
1: Uh Yeah, well, I've been out of, well right as I got out of college about six years ago. I got my first motorcycle, wasn't it? Or no, five years ago, maybe. Maybe it was five, because I got it right before I got a Falcon.
0: Yeah, a it, Falcon it'd year. be more like four and a half or five, because yeah. my first was around. My first kid was around, and I got to bail out and go get coffee and, and ride motorcycles. That's right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I bought mine... Right. I bought yours like I bought mine the spring after you bought yours because you bought yours in the fall.
1: No, I, I think I bought mine in the spring before I bought the falcon. Um, so I think, yeah, it'd been about five years, something like that. Okay, because I
0: bought mine a year. I was it a full year after because I bought mine like spring break?
1: Maybe it was a little bit after because like, I, yeah, I bought mine and then, um, didn't ride it very much that's just when i first got it because it ran so far.
0: oh that's right i remember you for me because you I were having it ride fixed a con- consistently at yeah. first you're uh yeah yeah your girlfriend's cousin working yeah on so it? it's
1: yeah it's yeah shelly's yeah i guess cousin step cousin or whatever jason he's a jedi bike mechanic he did it nothing for you know for years but worked on bikes and
0: you fixed a lot of stuff in short order, and there was a lot wrong with that little bike. There was a lot wrong with that bike. That was a, that was a fun home. story. I, Why well, I rode it most <laughs> of the way home? Did we did we got it all the way, didn't we? Yeah,
1: we got it. You stopped a couple times because you said that it just kept dying on you, and it was because the packing in the muffler was yeah, it
0: was literally puking steel wool mm-hmm. out of the muffler. I couldn't yeah. figure like uh, this is right after I told you, yeah, go ahead and buy it. It just seemed yeah. great. I rode yeah. up and down the road so. To to start at the beginning, you had been sending me bikes for... Yeah. Forever. I've been riding dirt bikes forever. I'll
1: I'll start... I might as well start way back at the beginning. I got into bikes um, after my girlfriend got into bikes. She got into bikes almost a year before I did. We both went and got our endorsement, and I did it more as kind of a fun thing. I I was like, you know, I'm not super into the bike thing yet. You know, I'd always been a car guy.
0: Didn't didn't you drop the bike in the uh, class? I did not. Oh, okay. No, I did not. It was everyone Even else had, dropping bikes. Everyone else was dropping bikes.
1: Mm-hmm. I wasn't. Um, I actually, shockingly, did really well um, on the endorsement test. Uh, so I, uh, I, and I, it was fun. I had a, a little hog thing for the endorsement test, and it was great. It was a little
0: 250cc uh, yeah. choppers yeah. that they've got. Yeah,
1: it was actually a twin, which was amazing. But uh, yeah, it was it was super fun. She had the bike I wanted, which was kind of a cafe style bike. It was a T250. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And she had that bike. Shelly did, and uh, I was super jealous because that bike was great, and uh, and I had this crappy little cruiser, little Suzuki,
0: I think TC two fifty, they call it.
1: The, no, uh, for for the hog or for the for
0: no, sorry, the 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 cafe, the, the standard bike. This was a wrote. Suzuki TU two fifty. TU two fifty. That's what it was yeah. TU two fifty X. I believe. Yeah,
1: and mine was a Yamaha V Star V Star. Yeah, like yeah. It was the coolest of all the hogs they had there because it was like the newer one. It see it sounded great. So I was like, we're sitting there and I was like I'd like flip it up every once in a while, like did that like twin little rumble, you know, like definitely embracing the inner Harley guy inside me, but uh um anyway, uh so uh go through the endorsement test, whatever, and it was fun and so I had my endorsement and didn't think anything of it after that. Shelley went and got a bite almost immediately and uh that was the ninja you were you were with her you took her to go get her bike i did without you you. without me i was i took a girlfriend uh,
0: i think what two dozen miles across to the other side of portland yeah then and buy
1: her a bike
0: yep and uh i i i I didn't test ride it though i think she test rode it yeah and and i was i was there like a uh, an in case rider, like right. if something went wrong, I, I knew they, how to wrench I on think it. You
1: followed her back, or you I took, did. You took her back, and the guy rode it back for her something weird. No, no I I, I followed it. her back. Okay.
0: Uh, because we I must have remember. taken one of my rigs, I suppose, and I followed her back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but and she was so, pretty confident on it.
1: Yeah, she yeah she was she was great. And so her and her boss, her boss, uh, had a adventure bike or something, and so they would uh you know, she wanted to go ride, and they went and rode places and stuff, and I kind of just, you know, I drive my car sometimes, and, you know, it just wasn't the same, and I was like, you know, I'm tired of getting, tired of getting left out, so I decided, let's just, I'm just going to buy a bike, and then I started looking at bikes, and like, you know, I'm looking at new bikes, and I'm like, nothing really did it for me, and of course, in typical Jeff fashion, I started looking at old bikes, and like, yep. oh yeah, here we go, now we're talking, something vintage, I like this, so, um i and i love i just fell in love with the old there's 70s. the rust i want yeah yeah there's the unreliability and rust i want the uh the 70s bikes just called to me like the old honda cb750s oh only, yeah and the and the cb350s and the and the suzuki's and the yamahas and they're just all so pretty cx
0: 500s i know you're yeah, looking at the cx's I like those for a while too, shaft drive v twin yeah. or- is that, yeah, it's the yeah, V-twin. Stab, stab,
1: like uh, yeah, transverse V-twin or something like that. Some, something Super weird. weird. They're really popular with the uh, cafe guys, but... I, like, I still kind of
0: want one. They're, they're, they're so, neat. Yeah. So weird. And they
1: got a, they're water-cooled though, which is a little odd. Um, but yeah, yeah, so anyway, I, I didn't know shit about bikes at the time. Um, I didn't really know much about, like, cars even at that point in my life. I was still um, pretty green, so like, <clears throat> really diving into the mechanicals of things, you know. Um, this was back before I had really done any major projects of my own, any major surgery on cars of my own.
0: Well, you, had, of... you had put some upgraded 19-pound injectors I on did. a, on I... a uh, Mustang.
1: With stock, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think the most – I hadn't even done the five-speed swap on my car yet uh, at this point. So, like, the most I had done was a five-blood conversion on my Mustang. And so I really hadn't done a lot. And um, so I – I go and I find this sweet Yamaha XS four hundred, just this, just awesome looking bike for way too much money. It was like sixteen hundred bucks, and it probably should have been like given away. Like Knowing how much I bought
0: and in. sold my for, <laughs> maybe that was a bit. Yeah, on someone the steep should have side. paid
1: me to take it. And uh, like it started and ran, and it sat in the guy's, guys' garage and it idled, and I was like, okay, that's how a bike should sound. Um, Randy, you drove it home, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and it was just like you know, kept dying on you, had no power, it couldn't how, take off from the light.
0: How uh, I remember it is I I, I met you at, at your place, and I rode in the back of your 78 uh, Bronco. Mm-hmm. You and your girlfriend went out, and I'm sitting in the back, and you guys gave me coffee, which is a mistake. <laughs> uh, you guys making fun of me because I'm bouncing off the wall before I even got there. I'm excited, you know? <laughs> I'm like, ah, I've been riding forever trying to get people to ride bikes. I love it when people ride bikes, and... We got there and I was like, "You said, what do you think? You know, after you talk to him and I looked, I'm poking around it, acting like I know more than I do until he walks away. And I said, what do you think? I, said, I think it's old. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's real old. It's got some rust here, there and and everywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, it seems an okay shape. And he said, what do you think about the price? I'm like sixteen hundred dollars for an old bike but like <laughs> from all the other stuff that you sent me because you sent me some stuff that was more around 2500 i'm like well this is below your market cap that it gives you some money to play with yeah. and you know i know yamaha is one of my one of my more preferred brands i'm like yeah I, I trust these a little bit more in the era but i mean yeah it seems fine it's got all this stuff like it's the right size disc brakes
1: all the way around mag wheels exactly know, tubeless tires yeah uh, no it's, it didn't have tubeless it had, it, it had good tires it had modern tires it didn't have a bias fly style on it I don't
0: think. yeah it, and it am it, it, like this is more modern than I thought Jeff was gonna go yeah I thought it was gonna have like wooden wheels <laughs> and you're like was that an option Um no, yeah, so I was like okay well I, I got him to do disc brakes so yeah. that's that's a plus yeah uh, so I, I rode it around and I'm like, it's really strong off the bottom, kind of peters out on the top, but like I even hit the gas fast and it barely stumbled, which is really good throttle response for back then. And I'm like, ah, oh, just needs carb cleaned and tuned and it did. What I didn't know was that the exhaust was falling apart, but that it wasn't doing it then. Um, sounded fine. Like it's idling good. It started good. It's got electric start, but it also had the kickstart. So,
1: it's good backup. I I right told now. him
0: that's important. He's like, well, hopefully I'll never have to use that, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, and then so I'm like, well, if you want to pay the man, and and you know you talked it over and you looked at it a little bit more and you decided to do that, and we started the uh, three hour drive. Home. Yeah,
1: it took a while.
0: Fifteen miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just stopped because I thought it was overheating. Yeah. Uh, because I would I would ride it four or five blocks, and I'm you know I'm trying to kind of put shut it through its paces. too, right? Yeah, it shut off at the light. like first time it did that. It was just a oh, what the, and I'm like, what are we, what are yeah. we doing here? Yeah. You know, and and I'm I'm it fired back up. I'm like. Oh boy! And <laughs> I, I couldn't tell if you knew from from behind I me. You tell when
1: you weren't moving that something wasn't going. Yeah, I was
0: right. looking around on the bike and it, it just went. So I shrugged and like, okay, off we go. Man, that thing would go three or four blocks at a time, and then it would start to do weird stuff. And I'd pull over to the next safe place yeah. I saw, and I figured it was like vapor locking or, or just you know just overheating. The valves were out of adjustment or something. I I don't know. Uh, and so we got. Most of the way back, we had two or three miles left, and um, I forget—did I notice or did you flash me or was it do it I just pulled over you because pulled it, was, over
1: cause it was acting weird. You were going to tell me problems, and I'm like, "Well, maybe this has something to do with it." And I pulled like steel wool out of the exhaust pipe, <laughs> and I got like a screwdriver out of my truck and just cleaned it out. And I'm uh, shaking my
0: head the yeah, whole time. I've yeah. My helmet, my hands going, "Oh, what did I do?" And I'm thinking, "What
1: did I buy?" <laughs>
0: yeah I was bummed I had, I had to ride the last three miles you were bummed you just paid $1600 for something that was literally falling apart Do you remember what I told you I don't I just I just tried to went should have bought a Honda bud <laughs>
1: so uh, I actually rode it like that for way longer than I should have well what, no once baffling.
0: you once you got all that out of there there's no baffling in the yeah. exhaust it was loud it
1: was loud and it actually rode eh yeah. okay um, and then I took it out to Jason mm-hmm. and, and he's like this thing's a turd he, before he even like he heard it he was like no this is running on one cylinder and he, yeah, he were like it way he's like, valves were completely out of adjustment the uh and he and the timing was 20 degrees retarded on one cylinder and one of the points wasn't even opening so one cylinder mm-hmm. was barely if not wasn't firing I guess at all because the breaker points breaker points weren't like closing
0: and now would, that would explain yeah. the lack of power especially up top like yeah. like I guess like I just figured old bike slow yeah. you know Yeah, old twin
1: and so you know within
0: you only needed the one cylinder when you started riding anyway yeah so and, it, you, and it
1: started and it was like okay but like I couldn't go over 50 and I couldn't like lug which it should be a dead all. giveaway yeah like I couldn't lug it at all and I couldn't get it get it over 50 so it was like something was severely wrong oh, yeah. and uh and I'm like, man, I'll never get this thing up to redline. red line. It was like it hit a limit limiter, like four grand or something. And so. Anyway, yeah, just
0: governor, just. And that's it. Yep.
1: Yep. And then, so I took it out to Jason and within minutes he had it running on two cylinders and just revving way out. And I was just like, yeah, that's, that's how it should run. And, uh, I mean, it had three times the power and it would rev to nine grand and it just sounded just super sweet. Yeah. But, um. You know, pulling the carbs off and digging a little deeper, the needles were broken off inside the carb body, and so like I had to go source some new carburetors for it from a later model uh, bike. And
0: but I mean, they were they were they were either Makunis or yeah, they're, uh, yeah they're...
1: they're I think they're a constant velocity and they're just really really finicky and they use
0: pretty much as long just get a Makuni, and it's either a slide like like a round slide or a flat slide, yeah. and then they're all the same for for 40 years. I mean, <laughs> when I rebuilt mine it was just oh, a Makuni kit from, you know, stone age to 1980. Like they yeah. were just all the same bikes. I mean, my my dirt bikes and my street bikes have had similar if not identical Port-based carburetors like, yeah. like like McCoonie and Kahin own. Yeah own carburetors on on bikes yeah I just own the whole thing
1: and your your bike was uh actually fantastic uh your carburetors on your bike and
0: oh yeah we'll like, we'll get into that yeah. bike for sure i love that thing and yeah so did you i did like i should have bought it you poor I sap. i should have uh,
1: but yeah so anyway so that bike after it was all tuned up has been great and, you know of course uh, all of the issues i had early on shelly got the idea in her head that um i needed to get a more reliable bike if we were going to go trips or go anywhere so i spent uh, a couple of years buying and selling bikes uh trying to find one that i thought would fit me what, best
0: what what'd you what'd you go through because you had a uh did you did you have a bonneville or was no I,
1: I i rode test on the bonneville and i thought i would love it and i hated
0: it oh right because you rode a, a newer bonneville yeah. and you said it just didn't have the uh this like there was no soul
1: yeah yeah it felt like it was it was like a it was like the company set out to, like, check every box. That's the
0: biggest draw of, yeah. of, uh, of a European motorcycle. Yeah. It's, it's like a Ducati that has no soul. Like, yeah. well, what's the point anymore?
1: Yeah. It just felt... Whereas you've been on my excess, and it just oozes personality from every every single vibration on the bike. Like, it just, it just has yeah, it's, character all that, day long.
0: That bike is hilarious because it's basically a muscle car. Yeah. Like... Yeah. A it,
1: lightweight muscle car that you can lean over to as far as you need to, and
0: you know it's it's a muscle car. I should say in it the way it sounds and the way it delivers power. You turn it on, is just this. If a parallel twin can sound like a like a twin carb uh, big block V eight. That's it. It's just bum 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 bum. So what's happening with this bike? Yeah. It just and when you when you hit it just rum rum it just
1: the whole bike just moves and it's just the
0: whole thing vibrates yeah, like yeah. crazy. I, you can't keep your feet on I can't keep my feet on the pegs cuz they fall asleep. <laughs> but and and it's just all torque. Like yeah. you let the clutch out whenever you want with whatever throttle yeah. cuz it just got that, you know, Japanese bikes even the twins don't have torque. Yeah, like they just don't. But this one does. Like it's very much tuned for torque. But when you get up past six grand, it it flattens off real hard. Does for sure. But that could be cam. That could be a lot of things. But I think it's just reading up. That just seems to be that bike was just kind of made that way. But it does that. It's just so it's got all that torque, and it's got that sound, and it just the whole thing shake. And it is. It just exudes character, including mid corner (laughs) judders. That it's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. And, and it understeers, perfectly like a like a muscle car. <laughs> but I, yeah, it's got character. So you needed to find something that had some of that soul, and the Bonneville yeah. didn't do it.
1: Yeah, and honestly, like I, I went. And, so I bought first book cover bike I bought after the Excess, and I kept the Excess this whole time because I, I couldn't bring myself to sell it because I loved writing it. But my girlfriend was convinced that I needed something else, so I bought a a two thousand. 2000 or 2001 GS 500 and that bike I got for like 1200 bucks and uh, you know it looked kind of like a street bike but it had the round headlight like I like you know the old classic looking headlight I'm like oh cool I could cafe this thing out and make it look okay that bike was a turd man that thing had no power anywhere and it had carburetor problems the actual casting on the carburetor had uh, wallowed out of the throttle shaft so it was leaking air in
0: Goodness. so
1: no matter what you did you couldn't get it to idle down and so I ended up
0: using I can't a vacuum that.
1: cap over the end of that I, I bought like a little uh, PVC vacuum cap mm-hmm. and it fit right over the end of the throttle shaft and I put that over it and that was the only thing I could do other than grease the shaft or completely you know, rebuild it, hone it, and sleeve it uh, which I didn't at the time have the knowledge or ability to do um, so I got out of that bike pretty quick and it was comfortable but it just, the shocks were blown in it and the
0: ergonomics, I, was, was that the one the ergonomics was just really good for you or, it was okay. Or is that the before, the Suzuki much no. later? So the one that the ergonomics
1: though. were really good was the CB. Um, so I had after the Suzuki GS500, about a Suzuki Boulevard S50. That's what I was thinking. That, that was the bike Boulevard. was like, if you were if you're five foot eight or or less, that bike is perfect for you. I'm five ten. That bike, after sitting in traffic for about an hour and a half, I. I had to go ice my back for about three hours mm-hmm. and like lay on the bed and roll my back out. It was it was a nightmare, and so I'm like, you know, r- road trips on this thing are out of the question. It did not have the correct which correct defeats points. the purpose right. to a large extent. Right, and that bike that bike could lift it higher. It has so much torque, and I think I got that thing over 100 miles an hour on the freeway in Mexico. Of course, um, you know <laughs> that bike just was so fast. It had a fantastic engine, and they can go like. Fifty thousand miles without a valve adjustment, and yeah, they're they're they so good. And that engine in a in a different like a, in like a cafe frame would be so right on. But after that, I got rid of that bike, and I was just you know I was trying to convince Shelly, okay, I just want to keep the excess, blah blah blah. And uh, finally, I find this bike um, after trying the Triumph, and I didn't like it, and I was kind of set on Triumphs, you know, because I was you and I I think had gone out to the dealer a few mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. and sat yeah. on it. These are cool bikes that look great. It I love great. the Thruxton. Yeah, oh. the Thruxton's great. I like the Scrambler.
0: Oh yeah, that's um, I mean Scramblers that's what was I would get yeah, at the end of the day. I think the yeah. Thruxton's more of a street bike, but right. Yeah, the Ducati Scrambler and the uh, Triumph Scrambler when those came out,
1: those are so good. Man,
0: that's when we were going over to here in Portland, CC's Coffee. Yeah, and and like there there was one of each there and so I got to see the different. Different sizes of them right next to each other. I'm like, oh, this is sweet. We need to go back up. We do need this. to go before you before you leave. Yep.
1: But but, uh, but yeah, they um, they were. I mean, I was looking at them. I was basically dead set. Like I was waiting to find the right one for the right price that I could afford it. So I find finally one pops up on Craigslist for like 5,500 bucks. I go out there, I ride it down the block and back, and that was enough to tell me I don't want this bike. The lean angle wasn't right. It felt fake and forced, like, it felt like a company set out, and like, I need a bike with personality, so I'm going to give it a weird-sounding exhaust, and I'm going to put cheap plastic gauges on everything and make it look like an old bike, but not have any of the things that are attractive. And this is the same problem I have cars, like, yeah, everything's fake, it doesn't feel authentic. And so, I was kind of like, really, I was like, well, what the hell am I going to get? Let's, let's
0: recap car? real quick, because I feel like you're getting to the one that does work. So... What did you go through? The like the XS four hundred you liked, but it wasn't, didn't appear to be reliable enough. So you went yeah. through the the GS. Yep. Yeah. So the GS Suzuki GS five hundred.
1: Yeah, five hundred. Yeah.
0: And then you went to the Boulevard. Yep. Yeah. And then you tried the, um, the Triumph. Yeah. And, and then.
1: Then I went and I uh, went and test rode a CB eleven hundred. Mm-hmm. So that was Honda's attempt at a retro bike. They yeah, re-
0: redoing the old CB750 yeah. yeah. uh, Ks from from mm-hmm. the, the 70s. Yeah,
1: and so I went and test rode one that had a wonky title. But, I, oh, sorry, I was also test riding a Ninja 500 at the same time. So went out, and I made the same stop both at, at, on the same day. And uh, I went out and rode the CB1100, and I immediately fell in love with that bike. This bike had 1,200 miles or 12,000 miles. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the smoothest bike I'd ever been on. It it, it had incredible brakes. It was just it was silent. It felt it felt electric. And Honda had,
0: developed that bike for a very long time, and it had big shoes to fill. Like yeah. the nineteen seventy eight uh, CB seven hundred and fifty K was just yeah. best of breed. That thing was oh, yeah. a monster. Even from sixty nine, what it was doing. I mean, that it's arguable that bike. Single-handedly started the demise of the British motorbike industry. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, because the other, you know, the Japanese were were coming up, but that was really the first legitimate shot across the bow. Because mm-hmm. those those big twins were hard to beat out of the the British mm-hmm. bikes. Had that and,
1: low end, and and they were punchy mid range, yep, right? Yep. Um, and they and they could get them in pretty decent displacement. You can get them like in a six fifty or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um. And this these bikes just had i mean they were just they were just so smooth
0: yeah at the beginning of the the Cv series like that you could get them 250 350 450 uh 650 yeah. 750 literally up to 900 and then like the 900, FF, uh, 900 f uh 900f but just this that was, that monster right <laughs> uh that's what that's what I wanted and you know then you've got other shots like I also owned a kawasaki h1 there was the h3 like you see, those I things were you had those. we'll we'll go through those yeah. um but like yeah so they had to get that bike right when they redid it yeah. and so you got to ride the the yeah. the new version of those bikes the, that 1100 was gorgeous i fell oh, in yeah. love with it when i first saw it
1: yeah i i so after riding that bike i'm like I don't know if I could top this bike, but it was expensive, you know. Like I would never spent more than two twenty hundred bucks or twenty two hundred bucks on a bike. Yeah. So this bike was the one I test rode was five grand and I was like, that's a lot, you know, for me at the time anyway, it
0: would give They're my 12 new.
1: situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, on the way home, I kept thinking about that bike. I'm like, man, that's a pretty bike. Yeah, but it's got a little weird title, blah, blah, blah. So I'm not super keen on that one, but I'm gonna keep my eye open. I went and rode a Ninja, and this Ninja in particular was pretty trashed, like it had broken mirrors, and I actually rode two Ninjas, Um, but the the first one was really nice cosmetically, but something was weird, it rode weird, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like the frame might have been bent, Um, it kind of rode like it was dog-legged, if that makes sense, like like it was kind of kicking out one way.
0: Oh, it was crabbing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: And so, um, that bike was like, okay, and not taking this one, but nice that
0: you know, feels like the frames bent yeah and,
1: it, and it, i found out that it had been laid down um
0: pretty it's all, hard it's all it takes with and, those uh, bikes
1: yeah and so the second one i rode though was um cheaper and it had busted mirrors and mismatched blinkers and it was like not well taken care of but it rode fantastic yeah and it had this great power band you hit like five grand and it was like hitting VTech and it just pegged over like nine grand just instantly and it was just so fun and, and lively and i was like you know this is a cool bike, but it's still carbureted. And I know, like Shelly, was like, "You need, you need a fuel injected bike." And like, yeah, the whole like point. going back to this, to this CB 1100. I ended up finding one um, from a guy up in, I uh, was it, not Bellingham, something way up north in Washington and it was like three hour drive so we drive up there and this bike had 750 miles on it 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 was brand new brand new bike and he had Olin suspension on it which is crazy good yeah and it it was sitting he had his Porsche his vintage Porsche and then in one spot of the garage and then his bike in the center of the other spot of the garage and he had a manual he had all of the paperwork on it everything from the time he bought it because he had knee problems and he kept everything super meticulous unlike me Um, and so I didn't even, I didn't even test ride it. I handed them the money and I first, and I, and I rode off on the bike and I rode it, um, three hours home in rush hour traffic and my back felt great. Felt better than sitting in a car. It Wonderful. was ergonomically the best bike I had been on period. Like, as far as comfort, the blended comfort and sporting and it had so much power compared to anything I'd ever ridden. It was well, like, well, it was just
0: 1100, uh, yeah. CC, yeah. uh, parallel four. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, but it, it didn't have that, like, it didn't have that, like, top end like you would expect. It had grunty low end, but it was, it was linear. It was perfectly linear. Mm-hmm. Like, you rolled on the throttle and it pulled hard all the way to redline. And you couldn't tell when it was a redline. It just, suddenly you were at 9,000 RPM and you needed to shift. And it, you yep. couldn't, the exhaust note was so quiet. And it was just, it was a fantastic bike. You rode it. I,
0: I remember having the conversation with you when, when I finally got to see it. Because you had had it. I was indisposed, and then by the time I came by, you had you had already ridden it almost a thousand miles. Yeah, you know? I rode the hell out of that bike. And uh, <clears throat> I remember talking to you. You know, I'm I'm a big Honda fan. I grew up in a big Honda uh, family for bikes, and I remember asking you, like, okay, what do you like? Before I go all zealot on you, like, <laughs> what do you like about it? like? Because you were just heaping praise on it, and I said, okay, what do you like about it? And I remember you saying the attention to detail yeah. on it. Just everything you saw, everything you touched was engineered and designed to look and feel good.
1: I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot to bring that up. You're right. Like, where's the triumph felt cheap and like, afterthought? Mm-hmm. This felt intentional. Like, everything was deliberate. Everything was cleverly done and done well. Like, gauges, lights... Blinkers, indicators, switches, everything.
0: Was you you couldn't light. find something that went well. This is kind of cheap, or well, this shouldn't be there. Like, no. it it which, on one hand, you could go, oh well, that takes all the character away from it. Like Honda is known for, like, we are specific, we are diligent, we are mm-hmm. perfect. It is just a, which can become bland. The Nissan GTR, mm-hmm. you know, look up any review of the Nissan GTR. It's wonderful. It's brilliant. It has no soul. So you would think that something, a Honda flagship like that, would have that problem yeah. of being over engineered and just, oh, this is a perfect bike. Yeah, but it's no fun. Like a, a Porsche Turbo is super fast, but the Turbo is kind of the least interesting of the Porsche 911s because right. it's just too good. And it's not fun anymore. Like a GT2 is still, you know. Uh, m- rear drive and, and and stuff and so it's still fun but it's not the best I would that's what I expected you to say is it's too good I don't, I don't like it yeah but you're like just the it's everything about it is good there's no yeah. well this is stupid or this looks bad it just looks good feels good is good
1: yeah yeah it was it wasn't wasn't over baked it wasn't half baked it was just right i think they you know if i had to be a, a, a beggar i would say it needed another gear it had only was a five speed and mm-hmm. it needed six um beyond that it was a perfect bike like it had everything you could want a bike and it. it's i mean it was a little quiet but i like that about it like that, that was that kind that of was the part point. of its personality like it was quiet it was comfortable you can enjoy riding it and then you could have fun with it like it did it did everything and it did everything well and that kind of became its personality if that makes sense like it didn't Mm -hmm. it didn't need a gimmick to to sell it it didn't need the harley like you know you'd have leather chaps and a mustache and a cigarette (laughs) hanging out of your mouth anyone
0: anyone could ride this bike and enjoy themselves yeah and you could
1: you honestly you could start on that bike if you had if you were patient enough yeah like it was smooth it was predictable um in hindsight after wrecking it uh Maybe it could have had a touch... Spoilers. Less. Yeah, it's like spoilers. <laughs> it could have had a touch less sensitive brakes. Um, you know, what, was
0: that a hydraulic clutch?
1: It was... Uh, the clutch, I'm not sure if it was... I think it was cable.
0: Well, if I'm it was cable sure. and you can't tell, then that was a real good cable actuated it, it, Whatever uh, was, clutch, the clutch you know.
1: was super smooth. But the brakes were, were dual disc...
0: Dual disc front, front, and, front and single
1: and rear. And, rear mm-hmm. and they were big.
0: Yeah, they were. They they were were dinner plates, like sixteen in the front. Yeah. Not sixteen, but they were.
1: They're huge. And yeah, on like my excess, I had been used to going like I have to grab a handful of brake to stop. Like I'm used to that. I'm used to a certain amount of pressure and old old
0: brake hoses that expand just a little bit. You know, you lose a little feel.
1: But this bike, it was like a a finger, and that bike would stop itself. And any more than a finger, you're going over the handlebars. The first time I test rode it, the first one. I almost went over the handlebars when i grabbed a handful of front brake and yep. it was like and it stopped me immediately so uh, i'll fast forward and give you the spoiler alert uh we went on a trip to we we're going on a trip to glacier we had this trip planned for two weeks and um, the day we go to leave uh we have our bags packed and shelly and i take off and um i'm behind her and we're out about 80 miles away from home in the gorge and uh um, her bag we had some rain bags over the top there were well, we couldn't find her actual bag covers so we put trash bags on and in case her,
0: in case it rained. In case it
1: rained, and it was raining that morning and then it stopped and um, and uh, we were coming around the semi
0: and, around the the interstate between Oregon and Washington. Yeah. Just heading east.
1: Yeah, heading east, um, along the Columbia River and uh, I noticed her we yeah, have her headset or our wireless headset between each other and, and her she's in front of me and I noticed her bag starting to catch air underneath it and so I tap the talk and we. By the time we connected, her bag had expanded and landed on my front brake and locked up my front brake. And at 70 miles an hour, my front tire split out from under me, and I went and I went, you know, hands out in front of me, you know, grabbed the pavement basically with my hands and rolled down the road. And, um, I just saw myself tumble How how, how fast
0: down the interstate?
1: A uh, 70, 70 miles an hour, and so I, I, I hit. You know, hit my hands first, and then my helmet hit the ground, and then I rolled, and there was a car right behind me. And I remember seeing ground, car, sky, ground, car, sky, ground, car, sky, yeah. for I don't know how many times I rolled.
0: Yeah, um, there's no there's no way to count. No. No way no, to I, count.
1: I, I, I just remember Not screaming and landing on the ground, and then as I looked back, I just saw traffic stopping and splitting off to each side of the road around my my fallen down bike and i ran to the side of the road and looked down at my hands and i just saw my hands sticking through my gloves with you know blood all over me and i'm like this can't be happening i just wrecked my new bike yeah i was so mad that i just wrecked my new bike and then I looked around and I like I like touched myself my chest and my stomach and everything I'm like make sure I'm you're still, still here. yeah I'm still here like, bummer about
0: the bike make sure yeah. you're okay yeah
1: and I like I could feel my back was wet and I'm like okay that's gonna hurt um, my adrenaline was like sky high and you know I had all my that I could tell my back was wet when I, like, moved my shirt. So I'm like, okay, yep. that's going to hurt in about five yep. minutes. And uh, so I, uh, one of the ladies that saw the thing uh, go down, she comes running over me and another girl. She's like, oh, my God, are you okay, you know, blah, blah, blah. I take my helmet off. She's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, can you give me water? She's like, no, you can't. You have to stay put until the paramedics get here, blah, blah, blah. I'm a nurse. You can't drink anything until they check you out to make sure you're not swollen. Semi-truck driver that was on the side of me, he pulled over and and uh, he, he pulled over and had him and another guy drug my bike off the road. And another guy in a minivan, he caught up to Shelly when she was riding and tried telling her that I had fallen because she didn't, she didn't see. She just heard me screaming at her. And by the time she ended up realizing what happened, she, she had spun back around and came down the road. And anyway, it was just a big fiasco. And um, so I, uh, um, the bike actually managed to only, uh, I damaged the muffler and a couple other pieces, but the tank managed to not get scratched at all. Um, But yeah, I ended up making it out okay and um, rode the bike actually after the wreck into uh, the next town of the Dalles. And uh, we ended up sitting there at the uh, Starbucks with ice on my leg and she ran into Fred Meyer and bought me some some sanitizer for my back and (laughs) we went to the bathroom. Sprayed down my back with uh, stuff to clean all the blood off of my back and stuff. So it was a not a episode I wish to repeat, but uh, it was definitely like one of those things where you're like, man, that really puts things in perspective for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, after I got the bike all fixed, you know, it was one of those things where I just couldn't, I couldn't get back on the bike afterwards. You know, like you know, I, I got back on my excess almost immediately, but the but the CV, I was I was a little too.
0: It had taken um, the joy out it of it. It had
1: taken the joy out a little bit. And I was like, that bike was perfect before I laid it down. And, you know, the bike, bike didn't high-side, it just low-sided. So it just skidded to a stop. And everything got replaced back to factory. But it Best was case scenario
0: things. for sliding down the, the freeway at oh, yeah. 70 miles an hour.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um, amazingly, my wallet actually saved my ass, literally. <laughs> uh, I, I have the same wallet today. But, uh, yeah, it, it was a pretty crazy uh, experience. I don't wish to repeat. So, yeah. Um, I think uh, I think you had a wreck on your one of your bikes uh, a while
0: a little while ago, but maybe dirt dirt bike, dirt bike. but also pavement. But yeah, also pavement. That's <laughs>
1: pavement hurts. Yeah,
0: you know, I, yeah, I and that was maybe twenty twenty five because I had been slowing down for a corner and the dudeer took me out. But yeah, I, I just couldn't imagine the, the, the speed. It's not just it's not just two, three and a half times more. It's like <clears throat> substantially worse. Like I can't imagine because I've rolled, I've rolled down like dirt trails after going down at like forty or fifty, and just had that thing where okay, I must be stopped by now, and you put your hand down to stand up, and it just makes you tumble more. Yeah, I can't imagine just the eternity because time slows down, I feel like you could have read a book yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, amount yeah. of time you were sliding. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, you see it, uh, if you ever watch MotoGP, you'll see some of those uh, rookies that'll, you know, they have they always have low side, easy crashes, but they slide forever on that leather and through the grass, and you'll see... Some of them like try to stand up while they're but still sliding, they're still doing 50 60 miles an hour, and they yeah. try and stand up, and that's when and they, then they really hurt. That's when they get hurt, yeah. yeah. So they just tell them, like, Wait until you're done. That's why they'll sit there for a minute, yeah. before they get yeah. up. So, yeah, I couldn't imagine sliding for that long and no, yeah. all the gear all the time, right?
1: Oh, yeah, all the gear all the time for sure. Not
0: not worth it,
1: yeah. And then I guess the the last bike I bought, we also bought together. Yep, uh, We went and
0: bought my That's my uh, fault
1: Yeah, your fault But uh, We'll, we'll looking, ride it again Yeah, I, I rode it this year a couple times But uh, uh, my uh, XT250, my Yamaha XT250 a Dual cool sport Dirt bike dual, uh, dirt bike, dual sport and that, that bike's dope, I really like that bike And uh, it has still has some electrical issues that I need to sort through But uh, it is a good bike for sure But let's get into your
0: biking uh, Your long, extensive background goodness how much time do we have so all of it. uh quick plug i have another another uh podcast the loose spokes podcast on the same network we talk about dirt bike stuff if you're interested go over there um i'll try and make this brief ish um i've been riding dirt bikes off and on since i was four uh my dad's dirt bike rider he he was semi-pro through his his years and decided he didn't want to make it a career and one of his buddies got hurt like the day before he he signed his pro contract and he's like yeah i was already on the fence with giving up my sundays because at that t- at that point he's like um you know all the races were on sunday so he wasn't wasn't too keen on that and uh so i've been riding. Since I was four, started on a PW-50 like everyone does and moved up to a, uh, a Yamaha PW-80 and then an A4 XR-100, and that would have been in about
1: 2002. Was that the one that you broke your
0: leg? No, it was the one after that was uh, had been my sister's CRF-150F, so just the trail one with the with the fork guards on it, like right, nerdy nerdy looking one. So I'll pop in there real quick. I was 15, I think, 14, 15, and it was my first time on that, so I went from an 84 XR100, which is just a couch on wheels. Super <laughs> comfortable. Sounds thing. like my kind of bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drum, drums all the way around. Um, so drums in the front, so I'm used to riding this thing for all it's worth, using all 100 cc's all the time. And then just jam on the brakes to try and slow it down a bit.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I was riding that thing like a monster. Get on this 20-year newer CRF150F with discs in the front. I think the back was still drums, but that wasn't the problem. Uh, so a little more power, but we went out to go trail riding. and Because uh, I didn't start track riding until many years later but i have been trail riding for 11 years and just warming up uh i was kind of moving the bike left and right down just uh you know where everyone parks uh a staging area and uh kid comes around the corner and just comes around too fast he's probably on a on an 80 or or a 110 you know kids when kids panic they just bear down and i watched him kind of come into himself like bring his elbows and his shoulders in and his head down like he's just uno a bike and like just kind of panics so I'm like he's not going to steer around me I'm not used used to the bike little tippy okay first things first pull in the clutch go on the brakes evenly a little more back than front but I just had a brain fart and instead of full force with the left hand to pull in the clutch did it with both or did it with the right or whatever ended up happening i bound up that front disc which had never been a thing for me before Popped that bike up straight on its nose and then it just sat there for a split second and then all my weight down on that little front tire and just boom and it tried to bring the right side handlebar all the way into the tank but I had slid forward so my knee was occupying that space and it it hit and it 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 hurt I knew it hurt but uh I had a I had a history of being a bit of a of a wuss so of course I I get up and I push the bike off to the side like man that hurts my dad comes by he's like you're right I said no it hurts real bad he said well if if you can't do the ride then you know my dad's a nice guy, but he was just trying to be, you know, and kids because I was probably fine. I'd crashed a hundred times. He's like, oh, just then push it back to the, to the truck. And back to the truck is, I don't know, how far is it from me to my car right now? hundred yards?
1: Yeah. Less than that probably. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. 80 something like 80, that. 80 yards. 80 we'll yards. say.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. And the more I went, like, I just couldn't put weight on my leg, but I'm like, like, my leg's not broken. Like, like my my femur's fine. My shin's fine. It's just my knee hurts. I'm like, it's, it's a joint. It's weak. It just hurts. But, you know, I'm 15. I'm dumb. And I'm, so I, I push it. And I, I I get back to the truck. And as I'm pushing it back to the truck, I'm trying to hold it. I'm like, man, this really hurts. I'm, like, I'm such a wuss. And uh, some of our friends just kind of parked across the, uh, the road, you know, so... 15 feet away went hey are you okay oh boy and i'm like what and apparently from 15 feet away they could see that my right knee was swollen up and i did feel i like yeah it's kind of pushing against against my jeans a little bit you know this is before a proper riding gear I at helmet and boots and gloves that's what you need uh, not that riding pants would have saved me but a, a knee brace might have so my dad comes back. Everyone tells him, hey, he's real messed up. He comes over, checks me out. Sure enough, he's like, yeah, that's and That's a problem. He loads the bikes back up. This Friday uh, afternoon, Memorial Day oh, weekend. No. So Memorial Day weekend, we had three days of riding planned. <laughs> nope. Down to the down to loc- hour lo- local <laughs> hospital or well, less than that. Uh, half of it was pushing the bike. And so we go down to, uh, so we're up on Mount Hood outside of uh portland oregon so it's an hour uh back to the hospital in town and we get there and they take x-rays uh and uh and they go okay well um how's 8 a.m sound tomorrow 8 a.m for what oh you broke the top of your tibia off of your uh off your leg that doesn't sound good no it's not so i'm in a little bit of a bit of pain but you know Keep me on some minor stuff and it's fine. Uh long story short, they fix it. Awful pain, awful pain. After they uh, fixed it it was worse. Yeah, it was much worse. Yeah. Uh, like I thought it was bad but you can't not fix it. I would have been hobbled my whole life. But the surgery is just apparently up in like the top five for pain a human can withstand. Like, yeah. That was that was the worst when it came to it anyway, so it didn't help. Um, my pain tolerance is better now. My wife would say it's not, but it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I got back on the bike about nine months later, uh, started riding again, but I kind of, I didn't ride much from 15, 14, 15 till, uh, I got my own bike, uh, at 19, 18, 19, I decided, you know what? I want to get back into the sport. I want to do it again. My dad's still riding. Mm-hmm. So it's all trail, but I'm like, I, I gotta get back into this. This is I grew up watching the races. I'm still watching the races. I need to get back to it. Picked up a, uh, this is where my story really starts. Picked up a 05 CRF 250R. These are all gonna be Hondas. If anyone's listening, the Yamaha, two Yamahas, the 50 and the 80, and then it was Hondas from there. Um, so I picked this up with a blown motor for a thousand bucks, maybe a little less um just an hour south of of home and uh proceed to blow my uh my savings another fifteen hundred dollars on parts i mean full full build on this bike ground up to make it basically back to stock the kid had run it in the sand in the sand dunes it had a paddle tile tire on it shouldn't do that with a small bore bike it uh it they, they tend to overheat and Whoever had last worked on the bike, they put a, a hot hot rod in it, which is just, you know, it's an aftermarket crank and rod set, um, which is supposed to be better, and it is. But the problem is they didn't use a proper crank puller, and the way that these bikes are set up is you've got the engine oil side and the transmission oil side, um, but they sh- this bike shares the oil, so there's a hole going from one side of the crank through the crank to the other side it helps cool the crank and it, it so the oil goes back and forth when they had pulled it they hadn't used a puller pr- properly so when we pull this thing out one end of the crank uh shaft was marred up mm-hmm. it had closed that oil passage all the
1: way
0: yeah well oh, at least enough of it to, un- to enough to take oil. it out to the dunes and it wasn't pushing oil it's through good, through the crank. crank, and yeah. so the crank got hot and transferred it to the piston, and it just uh, done, seized. Ooh. So okay. he, he said he rode it for three hours, and the dunes and then just stopped. Mm. Um, wonder why. so yeah, exactly, so we tear it down, <laughs> we do a full build, uh, new plastics, the thing's great, and we always had issues with it. Turns out that those ones that year, the 05, has problems with the the valves in it um there's uh
1: i remember you fought that
0: bike for a while yeah so we we had the valves adjusted kept messing with the carb uh shimming, that something shimmy valves yeah it was just just a couple of years on these on these bikes we finally got that taken care of and i i have the bike back i'm going to be taking it with me uh in my my move uh but between that and the suspension the back end suspension was blown out the front was basically welded I think it's got f- springs in the front for like a 250 pound guy I'm a buck 40 yeah so I learned how to ride it my dad had no idea about the suspension at the time uh, he hadn't ridden it hard enough to really know so I rode it for two years and basically what I had to do was never let it idle if it never idled it was fine um so coming into a corner, I could, I could brake slide and I could pull in the clutch, but I had to give it a little throttle, which is just one more thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in like an already
1: busy situation. Exactly. <laughs> and
0: so I just always had to keep some amount of throttle in it. Um, but you know, and then the the back end would move around a lot, but the front would climb uh, around corners. But I learned to make it work, which made me a better rider. But uh, a few years later, my dad uh, picks up a 2011 450 uh, CRF450R and uh, kind of gifts me that in, you know, give me your 250 and I'll sell that to make up, you know, most of what I would have spent because they're both 05s. So it's not a huge price gap There is kind of a Christmas present. I still remember when
1: you went to Bend, I think, to ride your 250 in a race and you couldn't get it started for like three hours or something and uh it was ruined your whole weekend
0: yeah yeah that was that happened more than once I know, where i missed I, I, I missed rides from it um
1: so that 450r was welcome change with the fuel injection right
0: yeah, uh no it's still carbureted, it was carbureted but it was my dad had bought this thing new in 2005 oh, and this right. is 2012 at this point but it had hundreds of hours on it because he rides a lot
1: and it was but cared for right
0: he properly maintains things like this thing looks brand new like
1: oh totally like when i saw it last when we went out for a ride it mm -hmm. looked mint
0: even with me owning it for a few years it's still in really good shape um i try and keep it up but he just he's very specific um so the bike's wonderful uh that generation of bike the, the engine on it I still like better than his efi bikes because he had the 11 now he's got a 14 i still like this engine because it's a tractor like if you mess up and you like your foot's off you can't downshift it's still got the power down low you slip the clutch a little bit whereas his newer ones are more finicky with the efi mm-hmm. i know go in put a different map in it for trail and you'll sure. be fine but he doesn't do that he just rides it tracks, trail whatever he wants but the 250 actually got me into racing, take a step back. Um, I got it when I was 18, Built, rebuilt it when I was 19, and then 20, uh, I started racing on my own. Because my dad didn't race anymore. He retired from that, he just did trail. But I wanted to give it a shot, so I went up to our local track in Sandy uh, uh, Mountain View and, and entered into the first race of the year uh, I had done practice once. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. Entered into the first race of the year. Uh, never did better than last the whole season. Um, I was sent over berms and stuff. Basically, you, you race, you know, under 25 class, you just race big bike beginner, 250 beginner. That's full of kids who are trying to get noticed. Right. In this town of nobody. I don't I don't know why. but right. So they're these 14 year olds don't care they'll put you over a berm I had to go to work in the morning I'm 20 years old so you know I was kind of off and on on that but i I, I convinced my dad to, to come and start racing so he started racing when I got the 450 I uh, I, I still ride track but I, I don't race that anymore it's just it's just not worth it I, I do some some smaller stuff mm-hmm. uh, in California from time to time but it's just not worth doing a series yeah. on modern bikes right now. I I, I wish people would just not well, take it so stuff serious. Vintage is, is more fun, right? It's... Vintage is the way to go, and that's yeah. so because I, I ride the four fifty on on trails, and then uh, about three years back, I pick up.
1: Who would have thought Randy would go vintage on something? Right, <laughs> and I, I
0: love this thing. So I I uh, I was looking around. I was I was watching a lot of old vintage racing stuff, like. Uh, especially the '80s, and I'm like, man, I love those bikes. And so me, like every other Honda guy, wants an '86 CR250. That's that's the bike. It's the gold wheels. It's you know, it's Johnny O'Mara, it's Rick Johnson. It's it's just the greats, and those are really expensive, of course, yeah. Because <laughs> that's that's the right bike. But I found something similar. It's uh, still liquid cooled. There's an '84 CR125 it'd be fun you know i I haven't had a a a two stroke other than my uh pw 50 when i was four to six Mm -hmm. so i'm like okay i'll start on a 125 and then i'll get a 250 and i'll get the proper one but i'll rebuild this one this will be fine so i pick it up for 850 bucks out in molala oregon and i love this bike it's my favorite thing that i own everything that i own more than more than my bmw more than my my mustang more than any of my dirt bikes this thing is fun that was your
1: oldest bike other than the one the one that we'll talk about next right but because that
0: was an 80 well i've I've had older bikes but it was my oldest dirt bike okay right right, right. uh well yeah the xr 100 wasn't mine but it was it was it
1: was your oldest fully functioning bike right yes
0: yes 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 yes. um mm, what year was the hawk there was was 82 82, 81 okay it was close then so yeah but as as so cr 125 and i'm like oh what do i do with this like can i can i race this because i don't want to take this out on on the trails like i've got the 450 for that and so um some unfortunate stuff happens uh, for my family, and, and so I, I leave the hospital one day and take my dad out, and we go to Gold Gold something up in Washington, just across the gorge. Gold, Goldendale? Goldendale. Yeah, Goldendale. Goldendale, Washington. And there's a vintage race. Yeah. There, a vintage motocross race early in the spring. I'm like, sweet. I go out there, and it's just, just rolling farmlands, yeah. and... This area that people had cordoned off, and there's just some old trucks with some old bikes. But there's hundreds. There's like 200 trucks there. With all these old bikes. Some of them are old and junky, looking like mine. Yeah. Some of them are nice, looking like my dad's. My dad's got a just immaculate, of course, 1990 CR500 thumper, just beast. Does he have an Elsinore too? Uh, he just got rid of that. But yeah, he, he, has, oh. he has a he had a '74 Elsinore, but he didn't ride it much. Uh, i
1: never thought i saw that thing run yeah
0: it was it was a thing but so i i convinced him to go out and, and race because i had gotten him to do a few modern races by then and we went out and uh we lined up on the gate together he should not have been in the beginner class but <laughs> we we lined up, up up at the gate and there's like
1: you must have won easily but oh by like a <laughs> minute. Seriously,
0: by a minute. I wouldn't doubt it. And so we line up and I think I, I thought I was far enough away from him. It turns out I wasn't, so we take off and he just roosts. I he's like four spots to my right and he just fishtails all the way over. I've got it. I've got GoPros of all the all these races. And you can hear me ow, 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 and just next day I bought a chest to uh protector I bet you did. Um which is just roost all up the front of me and then I just get beat to the first corner, but I start picking people off. And I'm like, oh, I barely ridden this bike yeah. in our, in our backfield. And that's when I learned about power bands. Yeah. I learned about go fast through the corners because it doesn't have any power on the uphills. Yeah. And I just start sending it over jumps. <laughs> and like my very first race, I, uh, I catch up to a guy and I'm like, I think I'm in like third or fourth and i send it off the finish line jump to try and get this guy they didn't give me the position they should have but i guess they recorded it at the bottom of the jump but like over the top of it i'm just like pushing the bike over like a goon like trying to pass it it doesn't matter it's a stupid yeah. vintage race. yeah but now i just do that whenever i can um i've been racing out at um
1: that's like super light, right? So super, super light. Super it's, fun to toss around. It's
0: like 180 pounds, yeah. and it's small, and it's just this 120. You just keep it keep it wooded all the time, yeah. Yeah. which is so much fun. <laughs> uh, I highly recommend it. But, yeah, because it's, it's – I mean, my dad has a newer 125 now because he's like, oh, this looks like fun, and my sister's like, you should buy this. And,
1: I remember going out to your place and watching you and your dad lap each other when I had broken my clutch lever on my bike. Uh, one of the two times I broke my flesh lover.
0: Got So um, many stories on my bike.
1: Uh, and you and your dad, I, I sat there for a while while I was taking a break. And you and your dad decided to go race each other at his at your at your parents' property uh, on this little was it a mile course or something like that? It's it's like, it's like three mile.
0: three quarters of a mile, yeah. just two acre.
1: Yeah, and yeah. you guys are just ripping hard. Like your dad's in on his four fifty, and you're on your one twenty five. And I think it took him. 13 laps to catch you to lap you
0: because he is faster than i am yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, the fact that i held him off that long i know no totally oh boy. yeah
1: you guys are like full sweating afterwards you're like mm-hmm. that was tough like, i was
0: yeah. on it. i was working that bike yeah but that's it's it's that so much 125
1: fun 125 is really entertaining to watch because it's so light so you can just yeah you can see you just rip through the corner
0: and to, and to, to kind of put it back in in car talk it's it's the miata thing yeah, like, or, the,
1: or it, like a Lotus Exige versus a yeah know, Vipers, driving a
0: slow right? car fast or is the yeah. fast car slow. Like yeah. a 450 is sweet, but right. on our little track, you know, you just pick a gear. It could be fifth; it doesn't matter. You just ride around because it's got the torque. Because it's so yeah. small, it's so tight. But the so 125, if you access. if you mess it up, you got it. You really yeah. got it. Affects you for three corners, right? Which is, it's it's punishing, but yeah. it's so much fun when you when you get a good lap completed and you know we got a a little like 40 foot tabletop and so just clearing that the right amount is is perfect it's like
1: driving a momentum car kind of thing right it's
0: exactly what it is you know versus you know like like andy's uh cobra is awesome but driving that on a go-kart track versus driving a go-kart on a go-kart track like oh this fits here better
1: right
0: like this is made to do this right like, right. cause it's just, you know, you take the Cobra it's out a on the go-kart track, you're right. just like full throttle, full brake, full throttle, full brake. Yeah, just like right. you have no time to enjoy it versus right. clicking gears and, and yeah. it's, I, Going I, as I love fast that.
1: As you can through each corner.
0: And that's the same to, speed, right? to the one street bike that I actually had. So run through those. Well, you had a few street bikes. I had, I had a few. <laughs> so. My wife bought me a... You yeah, had
1: more than I did. No, you had the same number I did, I think. You so
0: we'll, we'll go through. I had a CB750 that my wife bought me. 78 CB750K. Perfect year of bike. I was successful in tearing it down. You, you pulled it. That's, that's it. I pulled it all <laughs> the way apart. And then uh, luckily, uh, six, six years later, Jeff, Jeff had a, a buddy who came and saved it. But... Uh, so i had that through all of this in the back of my garage not working on it and then one of our mutual friends uh put in a group text one day said hey uh we're clearing out my my mom or my aunt's uh house uh there's a motorcycle here anyone want it and just sent a picture of this red old dilapidated red bike and i'm like what is that i'm like i want to know what it is like i'm coming over because i i need to know what that is and I, you know, told my wife, I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna go over there and look at a thing that I shouldn't." Like, and <laughs> she, she just gave me a look and went back to what she was doing. I'm like, "I'm already in trouble. Might as well go.
1: <laughs> yeah, might as well get more." <laughs> so,
0: me and uh, and uh, our mutual buddy Chris, who I ended up selling the, uh, my dad ended up selling the CRF 250 to. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we met there, and, uh, you know, trying to figure out how we were gonna haul this thing anywhere. Like, does it roll? Does it whatever? and uh i start looking at that stuff and like it's i'm counting pipes and i'm counting cylinders and I'm, I'm trying to get any information off of a tag on the headstock and i realized it's a kawasaki h1 yeah it's a three-cylinder two-stroke it's
1: like the- from
0: like 1969 yeah i'm like Oh, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I had no clue this was a thing that existed. Oh, yeah,
1: and it was, like, one of the coolest bikes now, right? Yeah. So we'll it, rim,
0: at at the time, it was the fastest top-speed production bike that year. Like, yeah. it was, like, it broke the speed record. I don't but, even
1: think, even, even looking back at it now, I don't think we'd realize how cool that bike would have been to hold on oh, to. Man,
0: I, I do. Yeah. I know. I, like...
1: But back when we were doing it, right, you probably were like, I don't really know. No, I wanted it, it so
0: bad, but I... I already had the 750 back there. I'm like, yeah. oh no, oh no, I can't do this again because <laughs> uh, I had I had done this with a couple of other cars. That I
1: like with you, and I think all the wheels were locked up. Yep. And Front I brake was locked. We had rear four brake. Guys brake. trying to get the whole bike off. It was so we, heavy. We all cut ourselves at some point.
0: It was like 500 up. pounds. It yeah. was so heavy. And
1: everything was rusty. Oh, and everything yeah. was seized. We was
0: couldn't cool. get anything apart. Like, no. it was just a disaster. I, I basically like emptied two cans of uh penetrating yeah. oil on it <laughs> that night to try and get anything to work. I
1: think we got the back wheel on seized, didn't we? We got
0: Something. some stuff to kind of work. Yeah. We got it. We got it rolling. Yeah. Um, but we're like we couldn't get the spark plugs uh pulled like we just couldn't do anything with it, yeah. and it was like uh, that
1: bike sat underwater for way longer like than, yeah. That, yeah that bike so, was a broad, but...
0: i had that for almost a year and i, I mostly spent I my time a year. yeah i feel yeah. like it was yeah. at least 9 months yeah. i i just i know i sat on it a lot and watched videos I'm like this would be so cool but I started going. Okay, I, I need to find someone else to uh, to take this and and do something with it because I'm not going to get around to it. I've got the CB, I've got the Mustang, I've got all I've got the house to work on. I got too much. So I, I posted on Craigslist and a guy from uh, Central California ended up calling me. He said, "Hey, would you consider a trade?" And I said, "Does it run?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I just was I just want a bike that runs at this point. You know, I hadn't picked up my 125 yet, so. You know, I just had the one project bike. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't need another project. He said, Yeah, it runs. Like, it, it stumbles a bit, but like, it turns over, it starts, it runs. Okay, what is it? It's a 1972 Yamaha DS7. Again, whoosh, over my head. Right. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, it's another two-stroke. Said, okay, okay, it's a it's a 250 twin, two-stroke. Okay Okay And by this time Jeff had his I think I had the you, you had your excess. Yeah um, So I'm like Yeah I need something to ride So I could ride with Jeff Yeah because I know Because you rode over You and Shelly rode over On your bikes While I was Test riding at one time Yeah 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 and I'm like look It runs And so I think
1: I even rode it Around the block
0: The I guy The guy brought it up And I think he gave me Like 200 bucks Plus the bike uh, to take this H1 and I know I, I found his build thread later and he did rebuild it and ride it like the it's, H1 the H1 oh, is awesome. on the road you
1: gotta show me uh, that when we're
0: done Californians get stuff done that's I'll awesome. see if I still have the build thread but um, yeah so I know that's on the road so I got this DS7 it had wiring issues but I a lot of issues <laughs> yeah it was, it was old enough that it didn't need turn signals as long as I didn't ride it at night but like it had a uh, two into one uh, expansion chamber yeah, muffler. Yeah, things sounded like a dirt bike. It, it was, was cool, so man. cool, but I could never get it to run right. Like one side was lean, and then the other side was wet, like spark plugs. Yeah. And I'm like, "Dang you!" And I uh, I replaced the tires on it, and I I kind of I did more on this. I fixed a lot of the wiring, but I couldn't get all of it. And I got a new lock cylinder for it, so I can you know with the key and and stuff. But I started taking something off. I think it was the headlight. Uh, I I had the Uh, the headlight off exactly, so all the wiring was in there. And I'm like, I'll just rip the like. I started to take the headlight bucket off because I'm like, I'm gonna rip the wiring out. I'm gonna rewire it, go solid state. And I got the headlight bucket off and stopped and went no you're not doing this again <laughs> because at this point i've got six boxes and an empty frame yeah. in in the back of my garage because for what the happened to you on
1: the first time was you saw stuff and you're like hmm that looks like it might be surface rust i better take everything apart and paint it, and it, because you want it to be perfect and yeah then and I, you don't have the time to put back together <laughs> i i know
0: i shouldn't do that again so i'm like no don't don't do that and so i kept trying to make it work without tearing into it like yeah just carb stuff like i completely rebuilt the carbs new needles new jets like i put some money into it this time and i'm like okay the next step is to take it to a shop and have them make it run right is it really worth that to me is that really how i want to go about this i'm like i got money is that what i want to do looking around it was gonna cost two grand to have the motor rebuilt properly i know because i did it later uh, with another bike, and I'm like, I just it, it, it's always gonna be something because there's also the like between the rewiring and the engine, it's gonna be two grand. Like, I can't, I can't do that right now, you know. You can't justify that, right? and by that time, I've, I've got a you kid, no title. yeah, and no title still. And I was still working with different states to try <clears throat> and figure that out. Um, so I'm like, nope, 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 nope. And so I end up moving that one on as well. Uh, and I never, I never ended up finding anything, any follow-ups on that. But that was much easier. I'm, I'm sure that one got, got running. It did. Um, it did.
1: Yeah, yeah. Jason got it running and put a six-speed transmission in it. Wow!
0: And I didn't even know he could do that.
1: Yeah, he put a six-speed transmission in from a different bike. And I was out there one day, and he still had it. Is this
0: little yellow bike? Cute yellow bike. Oh, look, look him up if you've never it, seen one.
1: It sounded. It it about blew my ears out. It was so loud. Mm-hmm. It was insane. he had the expansion pipe on there, and after he rebuilt it and did everything, uh, I went out there and he had that thing at redline in his garage, and I was standing at the front of his garage, and it was just reverberating outward, and I couldn't hear it. It was so crazy that bike. It, he said, "Oh, it'll do wheelies in every gear, like or third up to like
0: third gear or something." Because tire. It, 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 it was tiny. It weighed nothing. Yeah. It was just. You get on the power band and, like, even... Because I got to ride it around. It rode. I just couldn't leave my little town because mm-hmm. I wouldn't trust it. Yeah. Because um, I had to push it one time. Um, We've all been there. Yep. <laughs> but that was, that was a sweet bike. But I got rid of that. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a proper bike that runs good. But I still wanted something kind of classic at that point. I'm like, okay, Jeff's got something old. I want to ride with him with, with something old and cheaper. Yeah. So, for around a grand i picked up my only good street bike i've ever had which is i believe 1982 honda cb 450 hawk. hawk but it was a, it was a T. I believe it was a uh, t model because it was it was this funny sports model yeah because i always like the weird version of any vehicle it was like the.
1: it was like it was like if somebody put a synthwave song onto a bike, yeah, just, <laughs> you know, it just, yeah. it just oozed '80s from every oh, like yeah. orange graphic on the side of the 11. bike.
0: It was a T, yeah. Yeah. So it, it had, so it had the flat handlebars, like you'd call them drag bars, because they t- turned down just a little yeah, bit. It was a cool it was looking Basically, bike. A cafe from the factory in 1982, yeah. and it had this weird exhaust that you couldn't replace because they changed the way that the that the valve. That the, that the valves worked a little bit, where there was a weird spot where the exhaust hourglassed on the inside. Oh, interesting. And it, it, went, it went four into two, uh, and the way it hourglassed in the muffler was very specific. Yeah. Um, but it allowed it to backfire without any negative repercussions. Oh, so, so when awesome. I'd let off the gases, <laughs> these, <little
1: pops>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just
0: these wonderful little pops. Yeah. It was it was it was <clears throat> F one in the nineties. <laughs> like just that beautiful V ten uh, popping that it would that it would do.
1: I still remember after you'd stopped riding it for probably seven or eight months, maybe even longer, and I was over at your house and we were playing video games or something. I was like, and I was just like, dude, we should go fire it He's like, nah, you're like, nah, probably need to clean the car. I'm like, what does it hurt to just try? Hadn't been on a battery charger for like a year, forever, maybe, and it hadn't had gas run through it. We went out You'd there be shocked.
0: I, You'll be shocked when I tell you the timeline on that bike. You'll be shocked.
1: And he, he I think you hit the choke maybe, and turned the gas on and hit start, and it fired right up and idled. It was a good bike. Honda
0: problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the only thing that really ever did uh, was um, the so the carb on that had a, a a push and a pull line on it. So you know you pull the throttle and pull the linkage one way, yeah. and when you push, there was another cable that that closed it. So you had a push pull throttle uh, with with a, with in a return my, spring.
1: And my other bike, my uh, GS went like that.
0: Yeah, and a lot of a lot of my my bikes have been one. That goes over a cam, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And so, and then the return spring just pulls it back. Right. But this was a well, was a push pull with a return spring in the in the th- actual throttle. Yeah. And so, uh, I was riding home from work, which is just a few miles, and uh, of course I peg it because you know you're. That's what you do. I'm not a communist, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I, I, I I peg it, and then I I you know. And the throttle doesn't return. I push it back, and it doesn't. And I'm like up towards the limit. I'm like, oh no! And I'm like, I'm like looking down around the bike, like around my leg. Oh no, 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 no! And so it's just stuck, accelerating, and the bike is accelerating and accelerating. I'm like, okay, well I can downshift, and it'll float the valves. And yeah. like, oh, I'll die. I'm like, I can let it keep accelerating, and I'll come into this 35 mile an hour zone. At, 70. at 75 and, and accelerating and die. Like, okay. So I decided to sacrifice my clutch. And so I start burning the clutch to, like, let it, uh, like, lose, lose drive. So it was slowed down without the revs going all the way up. So it dragged keep the flywheel down. And I just kind of did that while, like, turning off the gas. Uh-huh. Petcock while I'm just still riding it 60 at sixty miles an hour.
1: Opportunity to do that. Yeah. That's
0: nice And so I'm I'm trying to do yeah, with the car, you're just like, well, well that's bike over bike there in the hood. My
1: bike has no is, is vacuum petcock only. Yeah. It doesn't have an off. Yeah. So I would have been screwed. But yeah, yeah that's
0: yeah. Maybe mess with the idle adjust I don't know, but like I'm just reaching underneath myself, oh, it's blind, the engine's hot, I'm like, oh boy, helmet on, gloves, you can't feel nothing, can't see nothing. I'm just like, Oh boy Made it home, shut it off, yelled at it, kicked it, didn't kick it over, just kicked it, and um, made the mistake of telling my wife, and she's like, oh, "Okay, man. so it almost killed you. <laughs> Maybe you should sell it." I'm like, "Yeah, probably should." I'm like, "Okay, I'll, I'll get a newer bike. I'll get something that's not, not gonna kill me." I loved that bike, but it also wasn't exactly right. I was ready for something bigger. I was, was ready for more power. Fight. If if I was gonna, if I was gonna get rid of it, and if I was gonna get another one, I was gonna get like a proper CB 750K, like okay, what I had in the, school. Like, like what I had in the garage in yeah, pieces, yeah. but all in one big piece. Yeah, like you know, a bike. Like, yeah,
1: like when you roll it into the
0: garage.
1: No, that <laughs> that was still
0: in like six or seven pieces, and it was missing a bunch of pieces. I appreciate my wife; she means well, but that did not. I was not capable of that, um, but yeah, I would. I needed something with a little more power. Yeah. But the bike was fun. It was a good bike. But I, I, I've had all sorts of bikes, yeah. um, as you have. But I, I like the variety. I like having trying all the all the different stuff. I mean, everything I had was a standard of some sort. But yeah, I'd, I mean, a lot of people I know are getting into dual sports and I'm moving somewhere warmer, so maybe. But I just get in trouble because I, I remember on my Hawk uh, riding down the road and like oh I gotta go left oh but there's a median I can't can't go left here but like oh, Little Caesars was right there but you know I, well, I can't pop over the curb like if it was a dual sport I could you know I'll just pop over there this will be fine yeah. like you know curbs mean nothing to me yeah. I, I just get in trouble
1: I, I learned that when I got my dirt bike that I'm like when I go take off on a little ride or whatever
0: I'm like I can just go over the curb or you go over you want. The curb like,
1: and like you know even the the time we went out riding up with Ladie and uh I rode that bike. I'm sorry yeah no that was terrible it was it
0: was it was a mud fest in a old underpowered bike for for that like yeah it, that was my fault.
1: I think that bike did fantastic, though, for my first mm-hmm. time out. Like, mm-hmm. And that bike went over trees and went over everything, like, just like it a went, champ.
0: It did so much better than it should have. I think it was, like, it even, like, drizzled on us a few times. And yeah. up here in Oregon, and if you're had, not from around here, everything's clay. Yeah. Like, so, that means when it gets wet, it gets slicker than snot. Yeah. It's real bad. And the trail system we went to, because we tried to go to a real trail system, uh, no offense to fans of the D, but tried to go to a real trail system and it was closed Yeah. for another like three weeks because they close them over winter for migration and hunting. And I'm like, well, crap.
1: In all fairness, we could have rode because no one was there, but we just chose not to we wanted to be law abiding citizens. I am <laughs> way
0: too straight edge for my own good. Um, <laughs> no one would have cared. It
1: was a perfect day there though oh, it, was, it was so nice
0: you know when you put your hand in the dirt and you just go yes this is it, the it, perfect it, it, moisture content
1: well that it was sunny and mm-hmm. it was like that super clear like winter day
0: and, and it was like know. 55 60 degrees yeah. where like you can ride hard and yeah. you'll still stay cool but it's not so cold that when you're yeah. riding on the it, was, the straight a, it sec- was
1: a good day to be up there and, and-
0: literally nobody there because they yeah. were closed yeah like but the gate the gate was open yeah. so we, we went in and looked around like is anybody here and unfortunately i did find one sign that said closed till the 31st i'm like what's well, the 17th yeah so, it's
1: like it's like we're like here a week and
0: yeah. a half early we're, we're like we're, we're here like yeah. this is wonderful yeah okay but yes yeah, so we we went there and and you crashed and broke your second clutch lever yeah, I think
1: that was the second one. Yeah, I cracked it, and uh, I managed to get that one back to the truck. So, uh,
0: but it was we had some fun. Yeah, that was that
1: fun. was actually a decent ride because I actually got to go. I think I only put four miles on my bike, but I think I beat the hell out of that bike more in those four miles than any yep. of the miles I put on that bike. But yeah, for sure. In all reality, that that little Yamaha was pretty. good was a pretty good buy. I think that was I was
0: impressed because I'm like, all right, I'm out here on my you know 05 R, right. like. I'll see if he can kind of keep up. I've been doing this forever, so I'm I'm trying to find the curve. I'm like, he knows how to ride bikes, though. Like, okay, offers a little different.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So. I'm like, but this is an old bike, '81. '81, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, okay, well, we'll see how it goes. It's like it's all torque. Once you hit 4,000 RPMs, it just makes more noise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, all right, we'll see how it goes. I was impressed by by both you and the bike. I was like. Well, this is actually not bad this is i had i had I had fun like for conditions <laughs> conditions
1: uh yeah that, those were pretty crappy conditions but china hat would have been
0: better oh yeah china everyone worked work.
1: the extra hour to go to china hat and then hour back we, two hours
0: back Or uh, you know we just had to have we would would have had to have the guts to ask our significant others for the whole day yeah. off yeah um but some someday Someday. someday when you move back to Oregon nah i I know people with bikes when you I think? come I come visit I'm gonna want to ride my uh, old haunts um, yeah man we've had a lot of bikes
1: we have yeah bike show
0: yep yep we got we gotta have <laughs> we gotta get Andy to get a, get a bike yeah and join us on bike show and
1: join us on the bike show yeah are we gonna separate this from? Garage night, or is this going to be garage night?
0: This is garage uh, night. I tell you what, I think I think we're going to put this out on the garage night feed, and if we get any type of feedback, uh, if people like it, we'll uh, we'll separate it out. We could do a whole other show up yeah. the time. Like then, uh, the next I, show,
1: we wouldn't talk all about our stuff. We could talk about other bikes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, this this would be the
0: onboarding. You know, here's what yeah, we know. Yeah, it should totally. actually be good for the regular show. Yeah. Kind of interesting. So, of all your bikes, which one's been your favorite?
1: Oh, hands down, the XS. The XS is your favorite? Yeah. I like the XT250 because every time I go out to start it, it starts.
0: Okay, the reliability. Yeah, and, and lack have a, It'll have a
1: stone dead battery, and I'll give it four or five kicks, and it's to life, and it doesn't let me down. Yep. The XS is... The worst bike in the world to start. It sucks. It is <laughs> at super least trendy. you have the
0: Kickstarter. Just I do. Use. Yeah,
1: when the battery runs dead from trying to turn it over, um, it, it is horribly difficult to start in all weather. I don't care who you are. It is tough, tough bike to start. But when it starts, it is a beautiful bike to ride. It is so fun and great, and that's why I kept it this whole time. I'm like,
0: it does have a fun ride. factor. We would swap bikes from time to yeah. time uh, mid ride and it's just we that was the fun part is is we could both appreciate each other's bike and go they're so different yeah um because you, as yours was the muscle car mine was a typical Honda like yeah. I like to say NSX Civic might be more accurate yeah. but like it's this high revving buzzy yeah you know like not high torque but it, it had a, a linear power curve much like your Honda you had yeah. just to a much lesser extent I like that uh,
1: it had really good handling. But I I could I didn't trust yeah. it right away because I was used to my bike, mm-hmm. but it definitely was more sport bike in its handling yes. than my bike was. Yes,
0: it, it wanted to be a, a sport bike, and the yeah. handlebars being dropped down, you could kind of feel that's what it was shooting for, and and just you know the the farther you went through each gear, and they, the gears clicked super well. They felt way better than mine. They felt yeah. the detents were just gorgeous. They were they were that. Like you
1: didn't get false gears like you do with the X ex, Xs, you know. Like yeah, your bike had really nice firm firm gear shifts. Yeah, but
0: your your bike was you'd come out of a corner and mine you'd you'd as you're halfway through the corner you start getting onto the gas and just expect it to start to run wide as you give it more power. Right. You know, like you would a, like a MotoGP bike, like just sure. and then let it run a little wide because yeah. uh, you got to get that run up. Woot, 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 woot whereas your bike you would come out of the corner square it up just a bit and then just hit the gas and it just and just and then just short shift short shift short yeah, shift or you could
1: not and it, it was the same yeah. the bike you didn't really care but it, yeah.
0: it, it, they were completely different bikes like you yeah. said like the the sport bike versus just the 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 power. yeah you know
1: it was very like very condensed. different bikes it had a really like I think my bike has a really classic feel mm-hmm. in its handling
0: that's why i say but, muscle car because it's more than yeah. it's more than just what i said it's the yeah. the, the it exudes i am from 1977
1: yeah. everything's harder yeah no i, I tell you like yeah. i say this i've said this in my about my falcon and it is probably why they're probably my two i wouldn't say my two favorite They they definitely are my favorite my favorite vehicles along with the bronco but they they definitely transport me to a different time like I feel like I put on some sepia aviators, and I can smell cigarette smoke, (laughs) and I'm sitting in, like, some weird old lounge or some shit, you know, listening to some, like, you know, creepy old jazz or something. Like, I just feel like I'm in a different time and space when I ride that bike. Like, I feel like I should be pulling up to a farm, and there's, like, an 80s, like, Trans Am or some shit hanging out, you know, like, it just... It just transport you to this this different time and mm-hmm. place you know
0: and uh mine you know, feels more like the bike that uh that flynn would have gotten off uh as you walked into the arcade in tron like yeah, right, like yeah. it's very it's yeah. it exudes 80s like oh yeah like we are on each side of don johnson yeah like, oh, yeah. yeah right yeah, that's totally. exactly what it is
1: yeah your your bike reminds me of something like uh what was that um uh, what was that that uh, show that on U- YouTube was it like laser unicorns or something like that? Oh goodness! Something? What was that one where they it was like a thirty minute? Uh, oh, it was kung fu? Uh, what was it? I can't remember the name of it. it kung fu something, some some goofy movie, but it was all I like, am
0: lost in the weeds, man. Yeah, there you
1: are. Super super eighties <laughs> um, and uh, just like. Just super retro, like the it was like the Pontiac Fiero. Of yeah. Movies, you know, oh like, yeah, that's like that was your bike. Oh, uh, that's
0: what it is. It's it's yep. It's not a Civic. It's a Fiero. <laughs> well, no, I, I would say it's
1: it, it's better than a Fiero. It's an MR2, but <laughs> okay, Mister Two, it's got some class. But, yeah, uh,
0: still you know, Miami Vice, but uh, yeah,
1: Miami Vice, but it had like I, I love that little faux wing it
0: had in, it, on the back. Oh yeah, yeah. If and you like, haven't you looked up the, look the bike, spoiler, look. You gotta look up this bike because it, yeah, this little plastic back fairing, yeah. little little ducktail on it. Yeah. Oh, that was a, just there's the little and details those, like that. And it had
1: the it had the great like red, orange, and yellow mm-hmm. like color combination. Mm-hmm. You Which you ended up having the helmet for. Or the black. it had the helmet that matched yeah. your bike, and yep. you had a red helmet that matched my bike. Yes. Yeah.
0: It, we, yeah we we're we we're so cute right there. Yeah. We together. were. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, he's riding his bike. He's riding his bike. <laughs>
1: <laughs> look
0: at him go <laughs> yeah and then we, when we would swap it's like oh yeah that's, that's how it should be yeah. yeah you had all red gear
1: too didn't you i like did red accent gear yep. so yeah with you, a maroon helmet you looked on on like like you were meant to ride my bike yeah because yours, you are, yours is wheels. all
0: maroon with bits of gold yeah like the wheels are the alloy black and gold and yeah. your uh so your your brake calipers are, are kind of a yeah, gold. muted gold yeah.
1: yeah i did the brake calipers gold and i painted the insets of the wheels black and then did that uh, there's some stock gold
0: accents on the bike and they kind of all well, kind of ties it together but yeah yeah we should throw some pictures of our bike up on the website
1: yep yep i'll, uh, I, I'll just i'll just add another page yeah more pages more pages yeah check out
0: our website if you haven't oh yeah uh it's a uh, um, tiny dog
1: this is it podcastnetwork.com?
0: dot Nope, uh, uh, but that but that's that's the email. So the website is uh, tinydogpodcast.com dot and the email is tinydogpodcastnetwork@outlook.com. I I check it daily. Uh, I'll get back to you personally. Um, yeah, that's that's a cursory look at, at uh, our our bike histories, just. We didn't have anything we had to do today and uh, or tonight. And,
1: and you're leaving soon to yep. move to a different state, so good opportunity to hang out. Yep, Andy's Andy's already
0: in an, in another state, but I'm
1: uh, um, the lone holdout.
0: Yep, staying yes. here in the PDX for now.
1: Pay uh, pay more in mortgage and taxes and everything else, and come home with less. Yep, <laughs> I'll go ahead and pay
0: less and and not have state income tax. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and that that's that's great. finance talk. Yeah, um, that's, that's another podcast. Yeah, <laughs> oh god, terrible. All right, and this one uh, is going to be very lightly edited. Uh, might put stingers beginning and end. May maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> this is what happens when it's uh, midnight and we're midnight drink, and change drink, drink drinking beers and recording. Yeah, uh, midnight and change. We're gonna I'd rather make...
1: have a bottle in front of me than a front of
0: the I apologize. That's
1: a quote, quote from Tom Waits. <laughs>
0: oh boy. On that, on that, I'll oh, reach over and hit the little black square. Good night. Good night,
1: y'all.